Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the number one online broadcast network for movie talk, this is the Cosplay Coach. Costume breakdowns and tips and tricks to create your own. And now, the coach yourself, Meredith Placco. And friends! <laughs> one day, one day. Hi everyone, it is time for the Cosplay Coach. If you've been waiting for a whole hour and a half, I'm so sorry. We had some technical difficulties. Mainly I had to go get pricked on my arms. Not that you can see, but I had an allergy test today and it ran a little late. And then, uh, now we're here. Here we are. Here we are. Uh, Also, there was something uh, else that was super important that happened here in Los Angeles today. It was the second opening of the Dunkin' Donuts. Yes! (laughs) Uh, For those of you uh, who live in the East Coast who know about Dunkin' Donuts, you know it's amazing. Their coffee really is the best. Mm -hmm. And we had to go stand in line. But (laughs) we are here now to not talk about donuts. We're here to talk about costumes, specifically... The Women of the DC Universe. Uh, but before we get into that, I uh, would like to invite everyone who is watching today to head on over to YouTube and hit that like button. <laughs> Give us those thumbs up. Let us know that you love us. And if you're watching or listening, excuse me, listening to us on iTunes, um, head on over to YouTube because watching the show is really good because it's super visual. But we also offer links to all of the pictures and images that we have. And uh, if you're on iTunes, give us a uh, five-star rating because that really helps us keep coming back to you guys. Those things are super important. And also, uh, we do love hearing from you. So keep on sending your tweets and comments. We do read every single one of them. And don't miss your chance to take our very important listener survey at podcast1.com. Your response will help make us, uh, help make us, I'm doing a reader, guys. This is my first reader on the uh, will help make crushing this it. show the very best it can be. It'll take about three minutes of your time, and you'll get that instant gratification that comes with knowing you've helped us out so you can tell us how you really feel about the show and help us get to know you better do it right now please it just takes a moment of your time head on over to podcastone.com and keep those tweets and comments coming and uh, in case you need to tweet at us we're at the cosplay coach and you can find me personally at m placo and you can find me personally at emma fife it's my name. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan. And we have a very special guest with us today, the Miss Chrissy Lynn. Yay! Hi, guys. <laughs> I'd speak in backwards, um, casting a spell, but I don't know how she does it. It's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just, like, play everything you say on reverse. Like, we'll just edit yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Missy Elliott like, style. In, in Done. Flip it and reverse it's, it. Yeah, exactly. It's sure flip it. Come on. <laughs> That's now, all I say. For those of you who don't know, uh, and you should, Chrissy is a fantastic cosplayer, makeup artist, and hairdresser out here in the Los Angeles market. She has done so many amazing groups from the Steampunk DC uh, group. You've also been involved in, uh, were you involved in the big Star Wars bunny Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was Uwala. I was the Green Leku. Yeah, amazing. Uh, So much of what she does has has been blasted all over the internet. Uh, She's also a resident DC Comics costume expert, uh, specifically the Catwoman expert. So uh, we'll be definitely throwing the reins to her a little bit later. But... Uh, getting things started, this is the Road to Comic-Con. San Diego Comic-Con is coming up July 9th through the 12th, and we want to get you ready for 
quite possibly what's the biggest show of the season. All month long, we're going to be featuring some of the most loved characters in pop culture. And today is part two of our Batverse, where we talk all about the ladies of DC Comics. And uh, this is really awesome because uh, I love... I love comic book costuming. That's kind of my favorite. And um, one of the cool things about DC is that their costumes are so very different. All the ladies kind of embody, yeah. diff- you know, things that like spandex or armor or clothing bits. And it's, it's going to give us a lot to talk about. Now, obviously, we're not going to be able to cover everyone in just an hour and a half or two hours. Uh, <laughs> but we picked some of our favorites to talk about. And we're going to kind of get into um, more of the construction side and share with you how we would go about making uh, costumes for these lovely ladies. And don't forget, at the end of the show... We're going to be spilling the details of our McCall's Costume Contest Challenge. Yay! Super excited about this. Thank you so much, McCall's, for all the support. Uh, And we will get to that closer to the end. But first, let's head on over to Gotham City to meet some of the sirens. (laughs) Now, uh, we know there's no bat without the cat. And Catwoman is quite possibly what I would say is Batman's biggest femme fatale. Mm -hmm. I would completely agree with Mm -hmm. that statement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's was the female counterpart to Batman at the time and, of course, inspired by Jean Harlow. It was Bob Kane and Bill Finger's um, creation um, in 1940 with issue number one of Batman, um, which is her first appearance, which is is exciting because she's been around since the beginning. Um, Not without, you know, Detective Comics when Mm -hmm. Superman and Batman and all that, but, no, it is actually really, really exciting um, that she's... Well, not that she's gone through 50 different costume changes. <laughs> you try to keep up. I'm like, I have more power to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, she's probably my number one, um, always. As you can kind of see here, my plethora of memorabilia. <laughs> um, for my, I have my cowl here. My li- I handmade this leather um, oh, for my DC Steampunk Catwoman. And if you're familiar with Reeves uh, effects, he's like the cowl maker, the master cowl maker. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got his Adam Hughes Catwoman cowl here, and he just recently came out with the red lens goggles, which is um, the more memorable Adam Hughes actual like look for the art for Catwoman. Yeah. Um, it was the suit that we all know today, the most iconic suit was created mm-hmm. by Darwin Cook and Ed Brubaker in 2001, um, which is what you see post Jim Balance series 93 through t- 2000 with the, the super huge boob in the suit, <laughs> little waist, long black, flo- bluish black flowing hair. Yes. Um, but Rand, that she had that outfit for like uh, 10 years, like yeah. nine, 10 years, like a very long time. So I thought for a while, like, oh, we're going to stick with that. But it's always been a bodysuit. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, with the utility belt and the, the, they look like pirate boots to me, but the little pirate boots <laughs> when I first saw her back in the day. Um, and then, of course, her iconic whip that she will always have with every single suit um, and a cowl. She, it's probably the most, the best way any feline, you know, fatale can get around Gotham City. <laughs> I love, too, how oftentimes they'll... Because I know she's been drawn with a belt, uh, but sometimes they'll use the whip as a belt. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really good, like, uh, repurposed fashion accessory slash weapon. Yeah. It's a good way to... Functionality and fashion. It just depends on the, the, the uh, penciler at the time. Yeah. Jim mm-hmm. Lee has his own little version of her, too, mm-hmm. and which you guys, if you read, ever read the huge Hush story arc mm-hmm. um, in 2003, um, that's one of another notable, iconic version of Catwoman. But it just really depends on who's drawing her at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Now, um, in terms of, of making the costume, um, you know, you see her more with this iconic... You can go and buy a latex suit, though I know some of us have latex allergies, so we can't really yep. do that. 
Um, we love using, we talked about this tons of times, yes. uh, Quick Sews 3052, which is a front zip bodysuit pattern. And if you're a cosplayer, this is, and you've seen people do bodysuits, this is the bodysuit pattern that pretty much all of us use. Um, it's a fantastic pattern. You know, you get all the sizes you need from extra small to extra large yep. in it. And it's, it's really easy. It's just a couple of pieces. Um, and I know a lot of people are, are kind of intimidated about sewing spandex. And, you know, we're actually going to do a special episode in a couple weeks dedicated to superheroes and spandex world. We'll go over some actual, like, techniques on how to sew spandex. Um, and I'll, I'll do some videos for everyone. <laughs> but, uh, but this, you know, you can go out, you can get this pattern from McCall's now, uh, cause they, they took over Quick Sew and it's super awesome because now we can get this at like Joann's yeah. versus ordering in specialty shops. And this is, I mean, it really, this is kind of what you need is your basis yeah. for any, not just Catwoman, but most superhero suits. And the thing that's super nice about this pattern too, and all, all the Quick Sew ones, the directions are very easy to follow. Yeah. And uh, and as Meredith said, it's really not too many pieces, and it also has all kinds of variations on it. Uh, it's got turtlenecks and low-cut necks and any kind of bodysuit you can imagine. It's pretty much in yeah. this pattern. It's pretty awesome. The one thing it doesn't have is side seams, and I know some people like to draft that. Uh, Quickso does have an, an alternate bodysuit pattern that you can merge the two together if you want. Nice. But again, we'll talk about that on the Superheroes next <laughs> episode. Um, now, Catwoman, uh, we've seen her in the comics, but we've also seen her in the in TV. Mm-hmm. And she was really made famous by, I would say, Julie Newmar and Lee Merriweather. Mm-hmm. Definitely, Julie Newmar mm-hmm. was the original face and the, the Catwoman from the 1966 Adam mm-hmm. West series. Yes. Um, when the Adam West Batman movie came out, it was Lee Merriweather. Um, and then later on, you see, of course. Uh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> you, can't, you cannot All forget. of them. Eartha Kitt and her... <sighs> That that purr. <laughs> I mean, oh. she brought Eartha Kitt brought to me the like you know Julie brought class, Lee brought a little bit of like sex appeal, but Eartha just combined everything that Catwoman mm-hmm. should be strong, independent, just wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of those things. And that suit is actually based off of one of the uh, actual Catwoman comic um, suits. If you were to like actually Google it, it's a green, it's a green sparkly suit with a little mask and the same belt. Oh, Everything's yeah. there. Yeah. And I'm actually doing it that at Kamikaze this year because I've never seen oh, it. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's I, amazing. You, know, when you bring that up. I have totally seen that seen illustration that? before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, again, Golden Age, Silver Age, modern. Every like she's. It's, if no. I wanted to, I couldn't try to keep up with all of her editions. No. <laughs> no, the fabric that they used in the TV show was um, something special for the time called Lurex. And it actually had the the metallic bits woven into the stretch spandex. And it's a, uh, you know, I've never really seen anything since. Right. Um, it's, it was kind of like a material at the time that they just happened to have. And, you know, you can kind of get close with some of your That's metallic spandex. Sparkly kind of painted. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's and actually more of a woven into the fabric itself. So it's a, I really would like a supply out there to have Lurex make a comeback. <laughs> I know it's archaic, but please. Yeah, we love it's our. It's very Zoe Harriet so. from Doctor t- Doctor Who too yes, had the same, yes, but just like in silver. Oh, I want it. <laughs> um, now with with the the. 66 Catwoman is uh, you saw the Julie Newmar bring those claws into the gloves yes. and uh, we had some really good tips that you know you could either just glue some mm-hmm. fake nails chips first pun <laughs> <laughs> take a shot if you're listening <laughs> um, you could uh, just glue some like acrylic tips on but um uh, was it Alana? Was, yeah. yeah. You sent the pictures of the rings. I'm in love with oh, yeah. these. The, the claw rings. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So you can wear them oh, over gorgeous. gloves or by themselves. 
and they're absolutely phenomenal. They have different ones, and they're all relatively cheap. You yeah, can find them yeah. on eBay and on Etsy. Etsy. And I think we have a picture of those claw rings. Yeah, there yeah. they are. Oh, those are fantastic. So um and they, I, I bet a full set would probably run you cl- like a hundred or something. Probably less than, than that, I would yeah. think. I think 60 or 70. Yeah, I, I maybe 60 or yeah, 70. Because they yeah. sell them individually. Oh. So you can okay. get them in packs if you want, but oh, sometimes awesome. people just want one. Yeah. And you can, I mean, typically they sell them for about $6 or oh, so. That's so, so, yeah, yeah not bad. Just... And they have them in gold and in oh, silver. Fantastic. I like the silver, but if you want to go full fledged Merryweather, yeah. then get gold. the gold. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I really. I do know, I notice a lot of cosplayers use, uh, would get the black ones or make mm-hmm. them as similar to that for, yeah. even though she's not really drawn always with them in modern comics, yes. like they still, it's just like a nice little homage. It is. Yeah. yeah. It is a really nice little tip. Um, Now, if we're heading over to the films, we can't not talk about Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. And the 1992 Batman uh, Returns costume, which was a PVC, I believe it was PVC PVC. not latex suit, uh, with the large white stitching. It really defined her look for many moviegoers for generations to come, Mm -hmm. like especially if you didn't watch the comics. And we have this old Butterick pattern, 6378. That was a a licensed Catwoman pattern from the time. And it... It really is. I now, um, well, we determined your mom did not make this. She, no, no, no. She oh, did. Okay. She did make this. I don't believe she made it from this pattern, oh. but she did make me a version of this That's Catwoman so costume. Awesome. Amazing. When I was about eight years old, because I, I just had to has have, she have it. Pictures yet? No, oh, I, I told it's her. Okay. I was like, I "Mom, you gotta take a photo." Oh, you had one as a kid. Oh, too. My, I didn't, my mom didn't make it. She actually bought the licensed costume. Oh. And then I went. I was like, yeah, twelve. I'm like, I want a whip too, Dad. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh my god. Mama Fife, if you're listening, please find that picture where you want to see it. So much. Yeah. I love that. But yeah, this, and, and, you know, this is a costume that I've seen cosplayers even in the last 10 years do their take on it. And, yeah. it, you know, really when you're working with PVC, you have to realize that a lot of times, so, so PVC is, a plastic, a polyurethane coated to a stretch fabric. So a lot of times the, the actual PVC over time will lift from the fabric mm-hmm. backing, which can be troublesome. And especially if you're sewing, it tends to rip. So if you're going to do this costume out of PVC, you really want to make sure that you get like big wide stitches with a white thread and, and not sew on seam lines because it will damage the structural integrity of the costume. You know, if you want to go for something that... Um, is a little little bit more of a, a spend some money, get a latex designer um, to make something because then they can just kind of do those detail stitchings out of latex. Or but that's I, just taking I it was like, we, Our friend Anissa yeah. Patel, the latex to be mastered. Yeah. She does that in latex and I'm just like, it's oh. just... It's just, I it, can't. Yeah. It's <laughs> I just want to pet. I was like, if I were going to make a version of this, I would get, I, just, I would dig up this pattern and yeah. probably make it out of shiny spandex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like shiny spandex hey, I, would be the most. There's nothing wrong with shiny spandex. <laughs> I, I feel like, like, the, like I, I try to never work with PVC. I'll work with matte PVC because mm. it's, it stru- it's structured differently, yeah. but yeah, even garment PVC, it's so finicky and mm. I, I just, I don't like how it rips. Uh, James B. in the chat mm. has a very good question, actually about this costume, which sure. is, can you do that stitching outfit with leather? Yes. Yeah. 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 You yeah. could, you really but we'll yeah. talk about you leather be, in a little bit. Yeah. I would say avoid it. Avoid it. <laughs> avoid it. You, At all you, costs, avoid it. Yeah, the thing is, as well, leather has a little bit of stretch because it is skin. Yes. It will not stretch the same way as a four-way um, spandex, Correct. so you would have to make a, a fitted bodysuit, right. not, not a spandex one. You couldn't use one of these yeah. patterns. Not without um, adding significant lot. seam allowances. Yeah. 
It'll and also warp over time. It will mm-hmm. warp yeah. over time. Yeah. So it's it's something like um you know you could even like do the leather corset <laughs> on yeah. top of the bodysuit would be a good option for that. Um, but yeah, I actually wish I'd found, I have a friend who made this costume and I couldn't find her picture before the show. And she did such a great job. Um, and then of course, uh, more recently we have The Dark Knight Rises, Catwoman, uh, which is one of my personal favorites. I know a lot of people didn't like her. I, I love her, but I also love Anne Hathaway. Mm -hmm. I, I can't ever, uh, can't quit her. Um, and uh, I actually, I was going to wear this, but because of the doctor's visit, I didn't get a chance to change into costume. Uh, but I've actually made uh, this, and it was a lot of fun. Um, so, But in terms of the movie production, we talked a little bit th- about this last week on the Batman episode. Uh, two layers of material were used, the outer layer being a polyurethane coated spandex that they used a process called dye sublimation on, and it was embossed with a hexagonal pattern. Um, the cat suit then was had a, a spandex underneath part at consisted of elbow length gloves a utility boot and thigh high shoes with spiked heels and you can see on this close-up you can see that um textured fabric which is super awesome and like i said last week there are um costume designers who cosplayers can start to get this sort of fabric from now yeah. it's still pricey it's still out of reach and when i made this costume i didn't have access to that so you know what i found was that i got a um uh, a fishnet bodysuit so I did I did a matte stretch PVC. If we go to the next photo, it should actually be one of, of me in it. Um, I did a matte stretch PVC bodysuit with a uh, just pre-bought um, fishnet oh, bodysuit yeah, underneath. Of course. <laughs> and uh Like you can get it. Yeah, Amazon.com. And um oh is my is my photo not there? I guess we'll 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 see. Hopefully, yeah, we'll get it. Um, we'll figure yeah, it out. Figure it. It's a big deal. We only um, have like seventy five photos yeah, in this episode, guys. It's a little so. loaded. Um, and I found that worked really well because with how skin tight the bodysuit was, it did show a lot of the ridges. So that was really cool. On on as far as the shoes go, I kind of used a uh, an excuse uh, to buy uh, four hundred dollar new rocks. They're yeah. not oh. the fact that they have spiked heels and they're really awesome. Yeah. Have you worn them since? Oh god, all the time. Okay, yeah. just making sure. No, I'm no. about. To, I'm trying to justify a purchase of some fry boots by yeah. saying I'm going to use them for a see. I love that you get to be costume. like two versions of Hathaway is <laughs> and Catwoman and Devil Wears Prada. And she walks out <laughs> and they're like she's in the boots, and you're like, yes, I am. Um, yeah, it's. It, I'm sorry you couldn't find the picture. It should have just been the next one in the photo. No, that's a bunny suit pattern. That is not me and. As Catwoman, um, <laughs> so close. Um, I mean, if you use your imagination, think. Of yeah, just yeah, imagine. Really um, it should have just been the. Oh well, I think it, I think my picture got picture got erased. Lost oh, well. in translation. Oh well, Snow. Uh, that's unfortunate. The internet oh, well. ate it. Um, basically, it, it's it looks like that. And for the mask, I actually had a really cool friend. Um, you know, there are people oh, who have, I see it. Wait, just scroll down. Oh, yeah, just scroll down. Oh, I see it. Oh, I see it. It's Harley Quinn for some reason. Oh, weird. She did end up in a weird place. Yeah. There she is. There she is. Wow, that is awesome. Thank you. I did, um, I did raglan sleeves, uh, which I didn't know that there was a pattern that had raglan sleeves. Yeah. I did not have that at my disposal. I made a bodysuit and then drew, like, a mock-up bodysuit and drew the design on it and then, um, made that. And then I found a stretch... Uh, kind of uh, elastic, like a coated elastic that I used for the piping design, um, invisible zipper in the front, and then that mask that we have is actually designed by B3 Leather Designs on Etsy. Um, he's one of my dearest friends. It's such an amazing mask, and it's like retails for well, retails. It he sells it for under sixty, and this is a custom oh, leather. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I, I mean, it's one of the best things I've ever seen. And while it's not like it's in its screen accurate. 
Um, and I would highly recommend that for any Catwoman costumers wanting to do the Dark Knight Rises because you can go and there are people who've done the full custom light up movable kits for uh-huh. like four to five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But this is it's beautiful, it's comfortable. Um, because you know when I sweat, my makeup doesn't like you know sweat off. I really like it. And then That's I actually amazing. I love it. That's I, I, gorgeous. I know he's he's so kind. He sent me like three of the different updated ones. Every time he makes a new one, he sends me nice. One. Um, and then for the the goggles, I ended up buying like the the. Halloween ones from the deluxe. Oh, yeah, so perfect. They were great. So I love that for that Catwoman yeah. too that they made her ears. Yeah, that the flip up eyes are yeah, yeah. yeah. so genius. Yeah, <laughs> I, it, it yeah. made me it, like, and that's just one of those things. Like you know, we talk about making stuff on our own, but like there are different levels of accuracy, mm-hmm. and I felt. For what I was doing, and you, you guys saw the costume. Yeah, it looks that great. That accuracy works, so you can buy store bought yeah. stuff, and it's okay. Like, I know, I know, some people are kind of like, oh, you have to make everything yourself, and I'm like, you do not. No, you yeah. don't. But I heavily mod too, so yeah. if you wanted to get them and just add some your own LEDs, yeah, to them exactly. And really mm-hmm. polish them up, them up a bit. Do it, yeah. especially if you're yeah. in a time crunch or yeah, on yeah. budget. Uh, everybody in the chat agrees that you look fantastic oh in that God. costume, Meredith. Yeah. And yeah. also, uh, Golden Witch wants to know how do you stay comfortable. While wearing those high heels during a whole day. Um, you don't. Know. <laughs> no. Lots of ibuprofen. I mean, no, seriously. When I when I wear those shoes, I start. I'll, I'll take about 600 milligrams of ibuprofen in the morning, and then hit about 600 midday. Um, and then I probably destroy my liver with a couple cocktails. Perfect. Because because drinking well, helps. Yeah, drinking everything helps. comfortable. Oh, yeah. so, That's the yeah. point. Um. And also, this material doesn't breathe because it's it's a polyurethane oh. coated spandex or uh, material. It has no no breathe. Yeah. So imagine that. That was uh, Dragon Con a couple years oh. ago. Atlanta, uh, yeah, uh, August, and it was still oh, humid and terrible. Oh, oh dear, hot Atlanta. Hot now I will talk a little later on too about Black Canary, but I have to ask: every time that I wear my Black Canary fishnets with my boots, I oh. always leave the imp- yes. the impression yes. on my legs. Was your whole body, body. Just completely? I, I look like I look like a Christmas ham. Pictures of that. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you, you know the ham when you take it out for Christmas. Yes. Yes. That's what it's I look like. <laughs> I love it. All right. Let's uh, head on over to Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um, I love Harley. I think you love Harley. I think we all kind of love Harley. She's so cute. She's so cute. Thank you, Bruce Tim. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, one of the cool things about Harley Quinn is that she was actually created by Bruce Tim and Paul Dini for Batman the Animated Series. Mm -hmm. She was not in the comics. She Mm -hmm. was one of the few characters that appeared first in the cartoon and then was brought over. She was in the comics first, but as a throwaway oh, character. Yeah. She was supposed to pop out of a cake, and mm-hmm. then they ended up thinking it was funnier to just have the Joker do it himself, so she didn't even oh. make it to the final revision. Um, but they brought her back for the 1992 series, and then we got her first backstory with Mad Love in 1994, mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Or a couple, a couple years ago. Yeah. Yes, 1994, later. just yeah, a couple just years, a couple years ago. ago. <laughs> it's fine. Um, oh, it um, feels that way. So, <laughs> it does. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's when we really got her full backstory of her being the Joker's psychiatrist, and um, Harleen Quinzel, who then turned to Harley Quinn. Yes. Um, but I love that they thought it was originally too scary for the animated series and was too dark of a storyline, but then they ended up bringing it back in 1999, and that's Mm -hmm. when Harley got to make her 
animated debut and they went with the mad love storyline which was amazing so really was um now and we'll talk we're actually going to get into the classic costume in a couple weeks when we do superheroes and spandex mm-hmm. um but harley has seen probably some of the most radical costume changes mm-hmm. throughout um time and in, in terms of especially how fans respond to the changes in her costume and uh we've seen that in video games and in upcoming films and you know you're wearing one from Arkham this one is from um Arkham Asylum mm-hmm. the first uh, of the Batman yes and games. uh a little bit we have oh yeah we have our photo of Margot Robbie looking amazing mm-hmm. as our first screen version of Harley <laughs> Quinn uh, but there was actually a movie that was supposed to come out uh as a sequel to Batman and Robin that had the original cast Alicia Silverstone uh Chris O'Donnell mm-hmm. George Clooney they were all coming back and that was supposed to be the first version of Harley Quinn, oh but she was supposed to be the Joker's daughter coming back to avenge him. Oh, boy. So, I'm kind of glad they waited, and this yeah. is what we have instead. Yeah. <laughs> we all make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Robbie. Yeah, yeah. and uh, also Schumacher Nick Cage was supposed others. to be the Scarecrow, so that would have been quite an quite interesting time. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the Suicide Squad, people are already cosplaying this version, yeah. and are yeah. super yeah. excited about it, but prior to that, most of the cosplay that you would see were from the games, yes. um, both Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. This one is the Nurse Harley, which was also my first foray into using leather. So going back to the question about leather, it's awful. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, there there are different ways that you can make. For this one, I was originally going to make all the pieces out of leather and then did not because made just... Yeah, the (laughs) bodice part was very, very difficult. Um, (laughs) There are a few Mm -hmm. good things uh, to keep in mind when you are using leather. Number one, um, cardboard patterns with weights are going to be your best bet because first thing you're going to want to do is check and make sure there are no imperfections on the actual, because it is skin. So there may be some pieces you don't want to make the whole thing and then go, ah, I used the wrong part of the fabric. So check that first and then Mm -hmm. don't actually, you can't pin leather because it's going to leave holes. So just cardboard and weight and you're good to go. Use a rotary cutter and that (laughs) is your best bet. If you're already saying, this seems like a lot of unnecessary work. You're right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then also leather doesn't really crease. So you pretty much have to use double-sided tape to keep those seams pressed on the inside and then cut off all the excess. And you can't mm. use double-sided tape if you're going to sew over it because it's going to mess up your needle. And you'd have to get leather. Well, you don't have to get the leather needle, but you should. You should. Yeah. Yeah. You, you um, really should. <laughs> you definitely should. It's horrible if you don't. Um, but as you can see by the rest of it, I gave up on that. So <laughs> then just go to like a thin vinyl or like any kind yeah. of uh, mm-hmm. like really any other material is leather leather ultra suede you could get away with (laughs) um and the only thing too is with uh we have a little bit about grommets Mm -hmm. because this one is very heavy on the different grommet elements um i lost one of my bracelets and i'm so sad because i'm gonna have to redo it but um yeah you can use uh the grommets i think we have some pictures Mm -hmm. of uh different ones that you can use. We have the grommet pliers, which is what I used, where it's literally a hand press uh, that is like a set of pliers that you just queue up those grommets and then you can do either the mm-hmm. ones that I did for the back that are the holes that you lace up for an yeah. actual corset, or you can <clears throat> stamp over and have, um, you can see a little bit, the circle ones and then the oval ones to kind of give it some different dimension. Marissa, do we have those photos of the uh, different grommet kits? 
Uh, yeah, let me keep that. <laughs> Marissa says so, yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we have mm-hmm. our uh, grommet pliers, and then oh. there's... Those are the ones that I used. I was mm-hmm. spoiled because in college, when I first made this, I had the foot press industrial oh, grommet machine, man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, which yeah. is insane, and you feel like you're shooting like a rifle. Like mm-hmm. with the, it's it's amazing. Yeah, um, so yeah, that's so the business right those, there. <laughs> those that's what I used for uh, when I remade and kind of altered a little bit. Also, mm-hmm. when you're using leather, since it's so thick, you're probably going to want to use an ice pick and hammer through to get mm-hmm. the, the pre-hole yeah. instead so of trying to use scissors. An, an awl, an AWL awl. Um, it works really great for fabric and leather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, though if you are using yeah. fabric, make sure you back it with interfacing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And then um, you can also get the grommet kit. Uh, I think we have a photo of the next one. This one will run you about 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one's about 25 That one is the one that a lot of people use. That's you use a hammer. Yeah. Um, the only thing with that is that if you don't line it up directly in the center, it's going to make a wonky grommet and it's yep. going to bend part of it. Right. And that's going to make you insane. Yeah. Um, ask me how I know. <laughs> uh, you can also get this lovely thing. Yay! I would say go for this. It's about 80 bucks. This is hand press grommet mm-hmm. machine. If you're going to do something with a lot of grommets, if you're planning on doing multiple cosplays, yeah, just go ahead and work. This mm-hmm. is yeah. a must. Have. Go ahead and invest in yeah. it. It's the best, uh, the best way and, to go. You know, um, Richard the Thread, Farthingales, and uh, there's a couple, any corset shops online will sell them for mm-hmm. really good prices. Mm-hmm. I bet you could probably even find it on Amazon these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, you have, probably that even... one's on Amazon. Oh. That one's on Amazon for 75 Yeah. Done. shipping. Perfect. So done and done. We, we, know, we need to do an Amazon partnership program where we put the links out and people buy and we get the kickbacks. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I like what's that. What's up, Amazon? <laughs> we know you're listening. We know you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, real quick before we leave Harley, I think we also have a photo. This was my favorite. I wore the uh, this Harley Quinn cosplay that, with that's uh, no, Black Canary. That's <laughs> a couple, It's right before the grommets. Yeah. It's the one with the most awesome assembly of jokers I have oh, ever yeah, seen. That was at WonderCon this year. Life. Every that single was, one of them. <laughs> oh, I know it's all incredible. of them. Oh, yep. Look at that. Is that Yay. awesome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there, there we go. go. And also somebody cosplaying Russell Brand, who I don't know why he's there. He told us anyway. Yeah. I love it like, because right. it looks like the man who laughs, like what the yeah. Joker was based off yeah. of. That's so fantastic. Yeah. Wonderful. So this is definitely an easily recognizable one. Yeah. And um, as far as masks go for mm-hmm. this one, there are a few different things you can do. You can either make a latex mask. You can buy them pretty cheaply online. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a great website called gumroad.com slash Angelica Artisan. Hmm. Um, and that one has free mask templates. Oh, how oh, cool. very cool. Completely free, That's which awesome. are awesome to use. Um, I personally just paint mine on. And yeah. then... Uh, there are a couple different ones. I say just get the Snazaroos. It's the cheapest face paint because mm-hmm. I was using my Ben Nye highlight. You go through it like that. Uh, just use the regular cheap Snazaroos, about six bucks for individual ones. And then um, the Ben Nye Bruise and Abrasion color wheel. It's the <laughs> perfect purple. Nice. I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> it's the perfect one. Yep. Yeah. And then just shade yeah. with a little bit of black. Highlight with white, and then you're set. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I know if you, if you want to go for like um, a non latex silicone mask, um, uh, superhero effects is where I would get a lot of my masks mm-hmm. from. And then Reeve, I believe, does. Reeves, Reeves effects yeah. makes really good stuff. Uh, and then also there's a, uh, some some people out in Europe that I like too. There's just a lot of people out there. We'll have to put our nice. resources out. All right. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I guess that's. 
Well, one well, one you, last thing. Yeah, I'll pop out real quick. Just sure. because somebody yeah. was talking about yeah. shoes. Yeah, um, I tried to make shoes for this one and also gave up because it was horrible <laughs> and led to a lot of leather <laughs> and other tears. throwing and anger. Yeah. Uh, you can just make basically glorified knee socks. Nice. I'll pop out so you can see. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Um, those are amazing. Aww. Yeah, those. Are I know super they're great. Awesome. They're you may yeah. feel like you're cheating, but you're actually winning because you're comfortable. Exactly. exactly. You're extremely comfortable. And um, I'm wearing heels now, but I say with these, you can even just get spiked flats, which I've done yeah. multiple times. That's and awesome. then, yeah, that way you can pair it with either heels or flats, depending on how you're feeling mm-hmm. that day. So it's just basically a tube with some designs on it. Yeah. It's fantastic. And then just add some buttons and yeah. some other fabric to create depth and layer. And then it's literally just cheap buttons sewed on from a pack. Perfect. Good job. Done and done. Yeah. <laughs> now, and, you, and you've had this costume for how long now? Long time That's since awesome. I was in college. It's held That's, up really yeah, well. So, yeah. Well, you can't see the back, but uh, <laughs> if you can't see, you can't back, and then no exactly. one yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Alana. Yeah. Um, now heading on over to the last of the sirens, we've got Poison Ivy. She first appeared in 1996, created by Robert. Kaniger and Sheldon Moldoff, and uh, it's kind of the world's most famous eco-terrorist. Wisely, <laughs> <laughs> she started as a botanist, uh, but prior to transformation, um, she happened to be seduced by a professor mm. la, la, um, who was experimenting with plant toxins, and uh, she became infected. And through that, she just kind of is, you know, evolved. Like it started where like the tox the toxicity caused her to have this like dual personality, very mm-hmm. Jekyll and Hyde. She was, you know, had these crazy insanity fits. Or she'd be really nice one moment and super villain the next. But we've kind of seen her evolve over the years where she's actually just a very misguided and caring uh, character. She cares more for Flora than people. Mm-hmm. Uh, though also her and Harley have had a very interesting and, and wonderful relationship. It's sometimes uh, a relationship as two girlfriends, but sometimes just best friends. Um, it's been written and hinted at in different ways. Uh, but Poison Ivy, you know, again, is just one of the, the classic Batman villains. And um, her costume is, is pretty much always been the same. Leaves mm-hmm. and green. And uh, the costume, you know, you'll see some variations where sometimes it'll just be like leave bra and panty, but most of the time it's a bodysuit. And, um, you know, you could do a bodysuit like this and uh, use like a swimsuit pattern, um, which... Uh, McCall's has a really great one, sixty-seven fifty-nine up here. <laughs> I know. I just love the image yeah, on that pattern. <laughs> that's you. Well, I picked this one specifically because if you take the uh, the straps off, yeah, it's really cool yeah. because also yeah. the style lines are really neat. Yeah, they are. Sometimes with like a a bathing suit, it, unless you have a great body mm-hmm. already, it's. It's going. Yeah, just, it's not. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm built like a 12 year old boy. I can't I can't get away with just wearing a bathing suit like that because it's not going to give me those superhero or villain proportions. So what um, is really awesome is that cosplayer uh, Jesse Pridemore Rufflebutt. She actually has made a uh, digital pattern that you can buy and download oh, nice. that is a bunny suit, awesome. and it's kind of based on the classic uh, Playboy bunny nice. suit, and it's really awesome. It's um. I think eight panels in total. Uh, it takes some fitting because, you know, it because it's a fitted garment, you know, you have to adjust the breasts and adjust where it hits on the, the butt. But um, I, I love this. And um, we've got a picture of Jesse in the bunny suit so you can kind of see what it looks like. That was that added photo. Sorry, Marissa. She'll have to pull it up. It was something we sent to her later. But um, <laughs> this is really good, too, because if you wanted to add the leaves, the leaves mm-hmm. um, for Ivy... 
it would be hard on a bathing suit. On, on a yes. hot suit, this is, you know, a woven, not a stretch fabric. Yep. It'll be fitted so you can hot glue leaves till the day is done. I will make a note on mm-hmm. hot gluing the leaves. Yeah. If you get, and unfortunately, they look the most amazing and they're beautiful, the wax leaves. Yes. They look awesome, but if you don't have the time to properly adhere them, yeah. they're going to peel right don't off. Do yeah, <laughs> I would recommend E6000. Yeah, which is very toxic and amazing. It's, it's, I don't, it's can, shoe glue. Can you buy barge in You can buy it in Cal- giant tins yeah. or, okay. at like oh, Mart. Right. And then there's a Kit Craft, small little mm-hmm. independent craft store um, in Studio City. Mm, nice. They sell a small tube of it that's tooling-free because tooling is the toxin that's right. in it. Oh, it's just nice. in a small yeah. tube, but mm-hmm. it is the glue of all glue. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, I tend to go to E6000 I for my go-to barge. That's awesome. I had a bus driver in fifth grade glue a hubcap back with E6000. That's fantastic. And since then, I was like that will be the satisfaction I'll I'll use the E6000 in between and then I'll pr- I'll set it with hot glue mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. I'll just go about my I, and I will day. say this I I never use hot glue because living and doing starting cosplay in Florida if it gets too hot the stuff it just melts right, off. melts yeah. right off so yeah. I, I mean really invest the time in into something but if you're doing like it's the night of the con and you're trying to glue those just get away and yeah. throw some hot glue on and fix yeah. it later but the the bunny suit pattern will definitely hold it up and you can actually go pick up uh, Jesse's bunny suit pattern at gumroad.com slash rufflebutt. It's only $15. Oh, and, awesome. And it, it offers, she has a wide variety of sizes, so you can get either the, the extra small to medium or the medium to extra large sizes. Uh, and it's really great. It's very self-explanatory. And Jesse also has tutorials on, on her page um, that mm-hmm. kind of walk through the process of making it. She's uh, an extremely helpful cosplayer. Um, I've been a huge fan of hers for many years, and it's really mm-hmm. great that she's out here doing stuff to help people. So I really recommend that for a bunny suit um, for a lot of things. Uh, now, for the boots for uh, Ivy, if you're having a hard time finding green boots, which some people are, I love, love, love Angelus Leather Paint. Um, it's actually a paint meant for shoes, specifically mm-hmm. uh, canvas, faux leather, and leather. You can't really paint, like, shiny vinyl with it, uh, but you can pick that up anywhere online, and you can see they have a huge array of colors. So yeah. It's just a portion. You can actually buy a whole set of it for, like, 25 bucks yeah, on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, their little sample starter kit. It's awesome. Yeah. But even those, those bottle sizes right there, I think, are three seventy five, and yeah. the, the larger ones, like the six ounces, are, like, 7 or $8. Yeah, it's not expensive. No. And it's and I've used it on so many projects. Like my my roommate did Robin, and she painted her black uh, uh, docks like that that dark green that's down there. Nice. Um, nice. And and it's really great. The only thing is they don't really have like a metallic sheen uh, line. Yeah, so, New Life might. New, I think yeah. New Life does have oh, yeah, the shiny one. Yeah, New Life is awesome. And also, leather, yeah. She paint. yeah. Uh, but New Life I found is a little harder to come by these days. Um, it is, and they and and even though I do think you're right, yeah. I believe they still have a metallic sheen mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. They're color selection I find is getting super yeah, limited. But there is yeah. an option, um, in, this is uh, from a company called Jacquard, it's their Lumiere paint, and you can actually get this at mm. Joann's or any craft store. Um, I've seen it at like Dick Blick and Sam Flax, and I've actually uh, used <clears throat> this it, while it's an acrylic based paint. Um, you can use this on flexible materials like leathers mm. and um, fabric. I mean, it's it's meant for fabric. Um, and they have dyes and everything, and uh, I actually ended up using it um, um, on both EVA foam props and mm. leather. And this, this photo isn't, it's not anything superhero. It's Umi and uh, Foo from Foo Magic from, Pack Radio. Yeah, yeah. But all of the, the corsets that, uh, I'm in the blue and my friend Lindsay's in the green, That those were leather. That's actual, like, veggie tan leather painted. And then all the armor bits are the EVA foam. And that's using that Jacquard Lumiere paint. 
So you can see it gets a really nice yeah, coalescence. Yeah, and uh, if really you need nice. to darken colors, or because there's only like maybe 10 colors in it, yeah. I've actually mixed it with say. the Angelus paint mm. to have uh, a little bit of pearl. You can get the white pearlescent and mix it in to add some sheen if nice. you want. So, really And awesome. this goes on really well That's with a awesome. paintbrush. It doesn't really streak. Um, yeah. I, I've tried to airbrush with it, and it's too thick, and it clogs up the airbrush. Uh, but just make sure you get a really, really good bristle brush. Uh, nothing too stiff, because that will leave streaks. Yeah. Or even the sponges. sponges. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, sponges. I'm a big fan yeah. of the spongy brushes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're wonderful. Uh, now, for gloves, you can make them. Warning, pain in the butt. Yeah. Uh, I like to buy mine on eBay or Amazon. You can really find cheap matte gloves that you can paint easily. But if you do want to make some, Vogue makes a really good pattern. It's 8311. Um, it's my go-to glove pattern. Mm. Uh, this is actually meant for, like, non-stretch material. So if you're trying to make, like, a structured glove, this is a really good basis. Um uh, and also the other thing about Ivy, she's kind of known for her green skin. <laughs> and uh, Body paint. Yeah, body paint. <laughs> so uh, what would you say, resident body paint master? Um, well, there's three different recommendations. <laughs> you, can, you can, it depends on, are you going to be in it all day? Is it hot Lanta outside? Um, <laughs> are you just doing editorial photo work with it? Um, I would always recommend if you're not going to be in it for a long time and you're just taking some photos because you can fix it in Photoshop, <laughs> um, water base so it comes off easier. Yeah. And like Aqua Color is really great. Ben Nye's got the Aqua Paints. Mm -hmm. Aqua Color is an actual brand. Um, European Body Art is probably my favorite airbrushing body paint and it smells like candy. Mm. Um, that comes in an alcohol based and a water based. Temp2 makes a silicone alcohol and water based paint. Um, and it just it just really Pax Paint is another one. Pax Paint is basically prosade mixed with acrylic paint. It's just a it's so impossible to get off. <laughs> um, and I I actually did a uh, work with Blizzard at um, Pax East mm -hmm. um, just a few months ago, and we did all of their Overwatch a few Overwatch characters. And Widowmaker was all blue, and I paxed her every day, and then it took me like forever to take it off the last uh. day. Um, so just be mindful of what is going on in your skin. How the removing process is different for all of them. Um, but yeah, I, I love airbrush. Everyone loves airbrushing it. Mm -hmm. It just looks so flawless. It looks so perfect. The only thing that girls forget to notice is, or forget until it happens, mm -hmm. is that it covers every hair on your body. So every little bit of your peach fuzz. No, you don't see it in yeah. photographs. You don't, you're not going to see it. Yeah. You see it and you're like, oh my god, I'm a werewolf. You know what I mean? And <laughs> And just be mindful that it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I have a question. Have you ever worked with um, uh, the Vargas Kabuki brush to do all over body paint? Just a Kabuki brush. Uh, well, Vargas, who's mm -hmm. the son of like the um, pinup artist yeah, yeah. or grandson, he he developed a Kabuki brush line for body painting, mm -hmm. and it's really good mm -hmm. for an all over base so application. Yeah. I have done paints mm -hmm. with metallics yeah. on people. Yeah, just with, no, you know, my yeah, hand, but. yeah. It's 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 like a thirty dollar brush, but I found if I'm doing like Mystique or Poison Ivy because I don't always have access to an airbrush. Mm -hmm. Right, right. It's it's and a I don't really always recommend yeah. airbrushing. I just I don't like um, it I will so much say, on the though, face and yeah. the body. Luminous has a deal right now where you can get a full airbrushed kit for under $100. That's awesome. Those are cool. Um, <laughs> if it's for personal, your own kind yes. of use. Yeah. I wouldn't go, like, I have literally six brushes 
different areas yeah. of uh, guns yeah. in my, but my kit. But that's your yeah. job. Right. Yeah. Right. But, exactly. Um, Iwata is yeah. probably my favorite airbrush. And the there's a, a like a very inexpensive, you can get on Amazon brand called mm-hmm. Masters. And they have compressors and they have all nice. that. But realistically, if you're not doing your whole body or, and you want to do it yourself, I would just sponge paint on. Yeah. yeah. Cream bases, which look nice because it almost mm-hmm. looks like it's your skin yeah. and it doesn't have yeah. such a powdery look Yeah, to I'll, have to, I'll have to see if I can your the Kabuki to sample. I've, I've, I used to do, so a uh, random fact about me, um, I was a body paint model, like competition-wise, oh, for cool. many years. I've done, oh, weird. I've done Fabiac and a <laughs> lot of awesome. the shows. That's awesome. Um, yeah, Where so, are those pictures? <laughs> I, uh, they can't be shown on the internet because um, you're not... I'm not wearing wearing any clothes. Um, (laughs) I mean, I've never heard anybody. But uh, it's really, and I've gotten to work with like some of the world's best, uh, like competition body, like Pasher and Nick's, Nick Herrera, Mm -hmm. who was on Face Mm -hmm. Off, Andrea uh, O'Donnell, who created um, the stencils, Mm -hmm. the the really cool stencils. I'm sure you guys, you've seen them too. Mm -hmm. I mentioned them to you. Um, All these guys are fantastic. And uh, and yeah, like you need to go to these shows. They're (laughs) awesome, Chrissy. We need to hook you up. I mean, I don't want to specialize in just body paint. Yeah. But it's fun to go too just yeah. Yeah. the shopping yeah. let's be yeah. honest I mean, more of a wig style uh, so. just before mm-hmm. we move on from um, Poison Ivy Gwen was asking how we would suggest going about making Ivy's newer costume the black one that has the Ooh, leaves up yeah. the center and James B in the chat actually answered that that looks like it would be a good kind of spandex it, suit and it would be absolutely yeah, right yeah. 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 sub actually there's a couple um, companies out there that offer that like sub so you can buy it already pre-printed mm-hmm. out on the fabric <clears throat> that you cut out and, and, and sew and so yeah. um, I would just so look away. up like new 52 uh, poison Ivy sub dye yep. sale. If I were entering the new 52 Poison Ivy into some sort of body paint competition, yeah. I would probably do airbrush and latex paints. Mm. Yeah. Just because it'd be like skin like right on her. Yeah, yeah that would be awesome. fantastic. Yes. Okay. <laughs> wow. So we've covered the <laughs> So uh, I'll talk fast. Okay. Uh, we're going to head on over to the Birds of Pray. Yes. Got, um, some Batgirl and Black Canary action. Yes. So Batgirl, uh, interestingly enough, Elena, it was funny that you brought up that there was originally going to be a Harley Quinn and then they just axed her because before the Batgirl, we all know there was another Batgirl. Um, basically, uh, there was a lot of criticism of the Batman comic that Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson were gay lovers. So they're like, oh, we need to put in some lady characters. <laughs> so they decided to create these two characters, Batwoman and Batgirl, and they had hyphenated names of Eventually, those characters were completely retconned out. But in the 1960s, when the Batman television series was going on, uh, the producer of the Batman show, William Dozier, went to uh, Julius Schwartz, who was the editor of Batman at the time, and basically said, hey, we need to create a female character to try to sell a third season to ABC. And that character was the Batgirl that we all know and love. And basically, it was apparently Dozier's idea to have her be the daughter of the chief commissioner, nice. uh, James Gordon. And uh, and so basically, the Batgirl that we all know and love was was a creation by uh, Carmine... I uh, can't read. Carmine, Carmine Infantino, who drew the, uh, yes. the original Batgirl comic, as we know. So she made her debut in Detective of Comics number 359, the million dollar debut of Batgirl. And in episode 95 of the Batman television series, enter Batgirl exit Penguin as portrayed by Yvonne Craig. Ah, and uh, and the thing that's interesting is that, yeah. you know, this character went on to be so popular that she almost got her own TV show. She even, Yvonne <laughs> Craig is Batgirl, even did a, a thing about uh, hiring, like, 
upping the wage for women. Yeah. For oh, she did. Was yeah. Awesome. Well, and the thing that was great about Barbara Gordon in the show, and I, I remember that part of the reason I loved this show so much as a kid was specifically because of this character and also Eartha Kitt mm-hmm. as Catwoman, who mm-hmm. was Catwoman in the season that um, Batgirl was introduced. Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, she was, she had a PhD, she ran the library in Gotham City, and Batman and Robin didn't know who she was. <laughs> it was amazing. A real iconic hero right there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, I feel for for women, especially like we had Wonder Woman and Batgirl, like in that yeah. era to really identify. Yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, of course, her her classic uh, suit that we saw in the 1960s TV series is very much in the ilk of that classic superheroes and spandex kind yeah, of. Sparkly. Uh, sparkly yes, sparkly. Or, what was the name of it? Sparkly fabric. Like, uh, the, the the Lorax. Lorax. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, the Lorax. Not to be confused with the Lorax. Not to be yeah. confused. Yes, which is, trees, which is a, an orange creature <laughs> with fluffy trees created by. Dr. Seuss. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, basically, and this has been the basis for a lot of the costumes that we've seen her in throughout the years. Though her, though, like all DC heroines, her costumes has changed. I would argue it's changed the least. Until recently. Until recently. Recent colors and minor changes. Exactly. Exactly. So, basically, uh, once again, the the lovely uh, Quixo. Thirty fifty two. The holy grail of pattern is uh, is a good place to go mm-hmm. for your starter. Of course, with this one, um, she does have a, a turtleneck all the way up to her neck, mm-hmm. uh, and and you would use pattern A for that. But you wouldn't want to do a zipper in the front, so you'd just have to modify it. Yeah. So if you have a zipper in it, it goes up the back or at the side. Or and I'll show people how to modify this to make it a back zipper versus a front zipper yeah. in a couple weeks. Exactly. Uh, so you would obviously use that, and then you know, depending on the fabric that you mm-hmm. chose, you could go for you know, if you got really really shiny purple yeah. spandex, you got yourself a, a 1960s look. Uh, you could also go for sort of a, a, a duller gray is what she originally had on Batman the Animated Series or mm-hmm. also, and then eventually she made the transition into having a uh, a black uh, main suit with yeah. yellow accessories. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> uh, and I think Marissa, I have some pictures of the various patterns, because of course you would also have to make the accessories for this, and actually a lot of the patterns that we brought up last week with the Batman episode have good, exactly, have a great yeah. basis for sort of creating your... Uh, uh, your cape and your mask. The Buttrick mm-hmm. costume, I think, is a little better than the 60s Batman one, though the 60s Batman one does uh, contain a bodysuit pattern as well. Now, uh, in recent years, very recent years, uh, as in last year, the character did undergo a uh, massive redesign, and that was uh, originally debuted in Batgirl number 35, which was published in October of last year, and she was redesigned by Babs Tarr, who intentionally created this look that looked like she could have gone to the store and bought this. She's like a vibe superheroine of the modern age. She lives in Burnside, which is like the Silver Lake of Gotham. Yeah. Like it's very trendy. Um, so uh, if you want to go to the next image, Marissa, you can see there. That's uh, the promo of what her costume looks like. And I actually took this off the MTV News article Ooh. about it, which shows you just how trendy and cool this Batgirl yeah. is. And uh, I think I after this... live in the Silver Lake of Gotham. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I think after this image, we may have one as well of the sort of breakdown of the costume. So basically the idea was that, you know, these are all things that... Yeah, there it is. That's what I'm talking about, nice. where you could go buy all these things. So she's very specific that that jacket is a leather jacket. It is not spandex. Uh, and it has some snaps. But, but I have a question. If she's yeah. on Burnside, would it actually be leather or would it be oh, like... Oh, it's definitely like vinyl. Yeah, it's faux like leather. Faux leather. It's leather. Because <laughs> we know... Yeah. free range. Or yeah. 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 It, this is leather. It's a really well-treated cow. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> 
yeah, so the idea is that she has a purple leather jacket that has the uh, bat logo in the center of it. Uh, and if you go back, Marissa, I did find, honestly, online, there are lots of purple leather vinyl oh, wow. jackets. With really interesting style With jacket. really interesting yeah, style definitely. lines, much like the jacket that yeah. she wears. Uh, all you would have to do is sew some snaps and shoulder pads onto the shoulders of this, much like she has in the actual costume. I know. Isn't that jacket amazing? Somebody it's like, find me it's like 50 jacket. bucks. Somebody what? find yeah, that to me. Let me yeah, buy it's it. Faux leather. I want that. Faux leather. It's like 50 it. bucks. Look in your Google search and go to shopping results. It's there. Uh, so for this, I, in terms of adding the bat logo to this, I, it was funny that you brought up the Angelus leather paint. Yeah. I was like, I would just paint it. I would not want to deal with trying to sew something into that that also incorporates the zipper. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, you you could definitely make a yeah, separate make a one. Yeah, make, make a, a stencil, stencil and just paint it on. Spray paint it. Or if you don't want to damage the jack and the leather, you can actually get really thin uh, rare earth magnets yeah. and like mm-hmm. glue the magnets to the back and then put like little magnets on in the inside of the jacket. Because I've done oh, that with armor yeah. before. I've just had armor look that at just yeah, sticks on, touching in my chest. But yes, yeah, so you just stick the armor right on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And I mean, if I were going, you could certainly find jacket patterns to make the jacket from scratch. Uh, But as Elena (laughs) imparted upon all of us, working with leather leather is garbage. (laughs) (laughs) So the only thing I've contributed to this whole episode. If you take take nothing else away from this episode. And grommets. And grommets. Grommets and leather. Don't do it. Get ready to cry. Grommets are fine if you have like the the grommet press, but don't use the hand puncher. Uh, and then the coolest part about this costume, I think, are the boots that she wears, yes. uh, which are these fabulous, like, low wellies. These are actually a pair of Doc Martens that mm-hmm. look exactly like the ones that she wears. Unfortunately, they seem to be completely out of stock. Oh, I so, wonder why. Mm, all the, all those Batgirl cosplayers snatched them all it's up. It's a good thing there's a lot of companies that make Doc Martens. They like, sure yeah, do for not nearly as much money. So, yeah, these, these would have run you about $150, but I found some very comparable ones online. Once again, just go to your Google, type in low leather, uh, yellow lace-up boots, and things will pop up. Yeah. And you can honestly get rubber ones as well, which would be cheaper because they're supposed to be shiny looking. You can I see like the images. Babs did all this Google search for us. I agree. Way. And Seriously. she designed it based on the fact that, oh, I'm going to make this easier for all the cosplayers. Yeah. Well, that's, like, Babs, Babs is an awesome person because, yeah. one, she's a, a fan, first and Totally, foremost, yeah. And, like, the stuff she designs is very cosplayer. Oh, absolutely. And she encourages people to cosplay her work, which yeah. is super rad. Yeah, and th- I mean, and this is just such a fun costume. I mean, it, it, it really there's cute. been such a positive reaction mm-hmm. to this character's design, to the new direction of the series, that basically they're saying that they turned Barbara Gordon into this extremely relatable character. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the rest of the detailing on yeah. her is all mostly canvas belts. Uh, mm-hmm. and little pouches which yeah. sort of replaced the old school utility belts. You know, it's something too is if you're looking for like canvas belts you can even look at military surplus and yeah. if you get the light color canvas you can either bleach it and yeah. dye it mm-hmm. yellow or you know so that's yeah. a, a cheap alternative. Honestly and and I found like $6 for like $6 40 inches worth of belt on Amazon. Yeah. So nice. Uh, you know it was intentionally designed to be a costume that looks like it could have been made from purchased items and you can definitely create it from purchased items. You don't have to be an expert expert seamstress to uh, really accurate. make this costume yeah. nice. Yeah. I still really want that jacket. I'm not going to say I know. Jacket. It's great. I, like I want the yeah, jacket, but I want girl. it with the Batgirl. Yes. yes. I would just, I just wear it around. Yeah. 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 make that. Find it, guys. No. Yeah. I'm going to get that jacket, and then I'm just going to take it to a leather expert to stitch the leather Batgirl symbol yes. onto it, because I will not touch leather again. Yeah. Well, we, have, yes. yeah, we have leather experts. Yes. I mean, if you can get away with not doing it yourself, find your friend who's awesome at it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's impossible to be an expert at everything. <laughs> I'm an expert so. at avoiding leather. <laughs> and uh, and that brings us to our our next bird of prey. Yeah, which I love kind of going off of the whole kind of closet cosplay. Yeah. Um, Black Canary is one of the easiest characters to cosplay, and she's also just amazing. I love the character uh, so much. She uh, there's actually two different versions. She's the first. Kind of, uh, in this universe, she's kind of of the Watchmen-esque, where mm-hmm. she's a mother-daughter, that both of them are Black Canary. I personally am a big fan of Golden uh, Era Black Canary, and so I feel like Dinah Drake is the one that I always cosplay. Mm-hmm. This one that you're seeing on the screen, that's Dinah Lance. Mm-hmm. She's the daughter, and she, um, going off that quick soap pattern that we have with the front zipper... Uh, this is the perfect cosplay to use that for if you want to create one is to make the Dyna Lance uh, because it does have that front zipper <laughs> that you then just add the little circle yes. to. I know, I've even just um, like, here's some bodysuit patterns too. That <laughs> yeah, the Quixo 3052 <laughs> for that one is perfect. Um, but she originally debuted in 1947. Part of the reason that she's so unique too is because she is married to Larry Lance, who is Green Arrow. But they meet, and she just beats the crap out of him, which is awesome. <laughs> that from the beginning, she's kind of the opposite of our Poison Ivy Harley Quinn that yep. kind of went nutso based on their romantic excursion that turned them into kind of the the bad characters. But this is what. Shows when superhero love <laughs> is all right when it works out it's is so you just spawn another black canary. <laughs> so. Also ends up marrying another green arrow. Yes, which is just like cycle. all right, okay, this yeah. is getting a little Freudian, yeah. but <laughs> what is this game? These aren't Targaryens. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I know, right? Talk about but, a child with a slight Electra oh. complex. <laughs> If you want to go either golden or yeah. silver age, yeah. pick one and, you know, pick your own black canary. Uh, it's like, choose your own adventure. Yeah, yeah it's like, choose your own adventure. Um, but the best thing about it is that because it's so easy to cosplay, especially with um, Dinah Drake, uh, you'll hear the laurel, too, from Arrow now. Mm-hmm. That's the silver age one that's Dinah Laurel oh, land. Yes, so that's, that's why yes, mm-hmm. why you might not hear the Dinah now Arrow is the, the Laurel. Because yeah. that's the middle name of the daughter. So that's the Silver Age. So do you ever hear that and you get confused? There you go. Now we know. Uh, did you know that? Now you know. But if you want to do, yeah, the uh, the Golden Age mm-hmm. Dinah, my personal favorite, you can literally just go out and get a swimsuit. You can either make yeah. one based off these patterns or you can just get a nice black one piece. Well, and couldn't couldn't you even just like if you want a little bit harder, you could just get like a like a black bodysuit from yeah, like a adult. black leotard yeah. from black, a dance well, yeah. You could or easily do it. Like an adult store like so <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I personally get your um, I, got, on. <laughs> I got one of the uh, like body shaper oh, ones yeah. too cuz then I'm like, oh, I can eat all the burgers and yes. it will hold everything in and no one will know. <laughs> Because sometimes you have the cosplay that you wear, and you're like, yeah. man, I'm wearing a crop top, but that, that panic dog <laughs> over there looks amazing. Costumes. Yeah, okay. I put off doing costumes because I like donuts way too much. Yeah, there's a, yeah so this is a really nice one mm-hmm. if you want to you know, have it look yeah. nice. But also, I think we have a picture, uh, too, of me with one of the Green Arrow cosplayers that I ran into. Do we have it? 
It's there somewhere. Keep talking. I saw her a lot of photos. Thank you, Marissa. You're amazing. Yeah, you can do a corset. You could. This one has a lot of flexibility to it. Go up to that one. There we go. So if you look close, yeah, you'll see it's literally just a swimsuit, fishnets, a pair of comfy boots with some Dr. Scholl inserts. If that, if you're going to be walking around a lot, those are nice ones. And then it's just a jacket that I found that I cut and cropped. Um, you can also make your own crop jacket and then really the fingerless gloves. Those I bought because these are ones that I made and you can see that after you carry stuff around for a while, then the seams can kind of break a little bit. Just get reflector tape, either yellow reflector tape, or if you're really just, it's going to be seen from far away, you can get yellow electrical tape and just stick it right on. You can stick them on your boots too. And then it's just the two lines, same thing, put it right over the center of the choker. Boom, boom, boom. That's fantastic. And and if you're blonde, you get to use your own hair, right? Yeah, if you're blonde, you can use your own hair. If you have bangs, just go with the the center zip, and there you go. You can be Lance. If you don't have bangs, then... That's Be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I love this too because we're getting to cover a little bit of like how to make and how to pull together. And I yep. think that's mm-hmm. an important thing because cosplay at the end is about fun. Yeah. Yes. Don't let it intimidate you guys. Yeah. But wear socks underneath <laughs> yeah. your fishnets because Honestly. eventually you're just like, I can feel my toe. Yeah. Well, also, so funny thing about fishnets and walking around all day, if you don't wear socks, uh, your your feet will swell and then they'll swell really awkwardly like a, like a really uh, exotic... Uh, ham that's about to <laughs> inject it with right. too many if you're, Yeah, if you're wearing fish, that's what the... But there's yeah. nothing sexier than being compared to an exotic ham. I, I mean, <laughs> I, would, I, I, I was the Christmas ham. I'm comparing other people's feet to exotic ham. So. I mean, I'll take it. I know. All right. So, uh, well, uh, moving on mm-hmm. to more of our, our girl characters. Our last two. Uh, of, but first, yeah. a quick word from oh. our sponsors. <laughs> Uh, so we want to tell you guys about something really cool and exciting you can now apply to. Dance Battle America, ABC's newest competition special from our very own AfterBuzz founder and e-host Maria Menounos and Julianne Huff from Dancing with the Stars comes ABC's special Dance Battle America. During the holiday yeah. seasons over the last two years, Julianne and Maria have engaged in a fearsome dance battle via social media. Once the challenge took off, celebrities like Kate Hudson and Amber Riley joined in and a dance battle craze was born. Uh, now the ladies are challenging everyone in America to battle it out for the chance to fly too long. Los Angeles to compete and dance on the show. So here is how you should do that. You should go over to www.dancebattleamericacasting.com for more info on how to submit your video. And uh, don't forget to also post it on your social media using hashtag DanceBattleABC. That's hashtag DanceBattleABC. Put it all together with one of these things in front of it. <laughs> but, I did. I was doing interpretive dance. Yes, I, re- I really enjoyed that. Yeah, you would win on. Dance Battle. I'm <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's oh, over. It's don't it's apply. Over. Meredith is the winner. <laughs> no, I'm not really. I can't dance. Uh, so, um, uh, so Supergirl is yeah. the next character we're going to talk about. I want to touch on her quickly since mm-hmm. we do have the new uh, Supergirl series that is coming out much like Batgirl. There was a previous, mm-hmm. there were yeah. several previous predecessors to Supergirl, but the one that we know and love, uh, Kara Zor-El, was, uh, she first appeared in Action Comics number 252, written by Otto Binder and designed by Al Pastino. Her costume is undergone a bunch of different variations, but most of them stick very much to that sort of skater costume, yeah. if you will. Uh, so a really great pattern. Once again, we're going back to the uh, Quixo 3502. Uh, if you wanted to do a variation on that, you do also have the Quixo 3272. Both of these are great skater costumes, and the thing that's great is they have these super short skirts on them, but they have that little, like, leotard bit yeah. built into them, so you're not flashing everybody, everybody. all day. Um, 
And what's nice is that, you know, you really can. You just make this yeah. costume out of spandex, any kind of nice stretchy material so it's nice and comfortable to wear. And then, you know, the biggest thing is you got to create that logo, that emblem in the well, center. And so uh, I for doing the emblem, what I found, if you're making it from spandex, or even like this is one of those, if you're going with the midriff Supergirl, you can get like a circle skirt yeah. and like a like a crop up, yeah. a, uh, a long sleeve shirt. But if you want to make that logo, you go ahead and get some, um, you know, you can do spandex or you can do woven fabric and get what's called Wonder Under or Ultra Heat and mm-hmm. Bond. And what that is, is a double-sided adhesive. And I think we've talked yeah. about it before. It's for applique use. Go ahead, print out uh, the different levels. You can just Google Superman symbol. Totally. It's internet you print it out cut um you know iron on the wonder under to every layer so you iron on to the um the gold and the red mm-hmm. and then cut it out once it's ironed on because it'll keep the fabric from fraying yes it's amazing you don't because I, I recently yeah. used some heat bond to create some decorations on an underskirt piece i was making for a fire emblem cosplay but yeah. uh i and what was great was that i was working with this super fray fabric mm-hmm. and because i used the heat bond to create the you know the interior design portions of it i didn't even seam them i just cut it yep. you get a nice smooth edge it's really easy to work with because what you can do is actually once you you've got you're trying to make your like basic mm-hmm. template you can flip it over and just make sure that you make it in reverse yeah uh, I learned yes. that the hard way um, mirror the image yes. again flip uh, it yeah, and mirror, reverse it mirror the image <laughs> and because because the back portion of it is paper so you yeah. can just draw right on it cut it out and then iron you, it on. Yeah, <laughs> use a wet press cloth and yep. iron on it. It sucks. Um, with my Supergirl, I had it for years and it never came off. Yeah. I find if I'm using like metallic fabrics or something like say I'm using Dark Phoenix, I do do a, a top stitch close to the edge. Yes. Oh, I consider yeah. doing a top stitch and I may go back and yeah. add it at some but point. You but... don't have to right away until yeah. it starts to fall off. It works really well. And I even laundered my Supergirl. Oh, I love fine, it. So. It's great. Oh, nice. yeah, Wonder Under is your best friend. Yes. Uh, and also, um, McCall's does make this uh, 7001 pattern, mm-hmm. which is just your sort of generic hero girl pattern but there's some there's some good ideas in there for uh creating belts and also mm-hmm. for doing uh capes uh, i just want to touch really quickly on the uh animated series supergirl Aww. which is the uh, the midriff bearing one yeah. just because it is once again it's a really easy costume to closet cosplay because very much like anything that's batman mm-hmm. all you need to do is have that superman logo and people know who you are you have the bat logo people know you're a batman thing you have the superman logo you're related to the superman family uh and that costume was literally a white t-shirt a cropped Mm -hmm. white t-shirt a blue skirt a black headband a superman logo and you know a cape a cape Mm -hmm. and uh little white just gloves that you can buy it boots the boots are so cute yeah they're really cute they're they're almost like the the backroll boots but just red yeah like like, almost like higher higher doc martens yeah yeah so yeah this is a this is another character that has gone Mm -hmm. undergone many many different uh iterations and actually if you guys have seen the extended uh trailer on for the CBS series Supergirl, there's a very funny bit in it where she's t- trying out a bunch of different costumes, and they actually do give a little nod to that midriff bearing costume from the uh, the animated series that carried over into some of the comics as well. <laughs> I think it's really cute. Now, um, like I said, we couldn't cover all of the wonderful women that DC Comics has to offer. Like, in fact, we didn't even get, we only get to talk about Zatanna, which Chrissy is dressed as. But uh, we can't end the show without talking about the goddess. The goddess. <laughs> the, the literal <laughs> goddess. Really, guys. Yeah. She's right. I mean, we're not just, like, making things up here. Wonder Woman. Uh, the Amazon Princess is by far DC's most iconic 
female superhero, uh, if not one of the most iconic. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's part <laughs> of the Trinity. She's part of the Holy mm-hmm. Three. Uh, she's undergone some pretty drastic costume changes throughout the years, but it's really hard to mess with an icon, and Princess Diana is most known for one popular look, and this is a variation. This is actually done by artist Alex Ross, who has done some of the best mm-hmm. art for comics. Uh, do we have a good comment real quick? Oh, yeah. just yeah. We're, We've got people mm-hmm. joining us in the chat, and uh, there are votes for me to cosplay Power Girl. Okay. So, that, yeah. Which I've been told before. And I've been told that, yeah, too. To. And I yeah, don't like yeah. Power Girl. Uh, <laughs> I like... Okay. Yeah, we can make this happen. Maybe. Yeah. Um... Now, to create this more classic Wonder Woman costume, uh, a lot of women um, that I've, I've talked to have done this, they actually end up buying, uh, like, a white bustier, kind of like a, a structure, like a finished garment. Like, this is a bridal yeah. bustier from, you know, David's Bridal totally. or Fredericks or whatever, and they'll cover it with red spandex. Because um, what this does is this creates a structured garment without them ha- like style mm-hmm. lines. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times with Wonder Woman, she doesn't have distinct style lines like you'd see in a corset. Yeah. So this is more like a foam... Uh, made garment that you can get for like anywhere from 50 to 60 bucks and you can just hand sew like stretch spandex over and hand sew um cosplayer uh margie who a lot of people on the east coast know that's how she she first did it like 10 years ago she showed me it was amazing um and uh you could do some other things you know you could obviously get like a like a corset if you want a more structured look i recently saw uh kathy of god save the queen fashions who's a, a costume designer she did for a client an actual leather bunny suit full one-piece Wonder Woman. So wow. it was the red, the blue, all wow. leather, all, all sewn in together. It, it was fantastic, but that is like... That's even out of my range. Um, now, for the the bottoms, the blue briefs, you can always pick up that white and blue, uh, the white star blue spandex. Mm-hmm. It's kind of ubiquitous. You find it everywhere. And there's this great uh, McCall's pattern, 5400. Uh, that's just a basic bikini bottom. If you want to do high-rise, just add a couple inches to the top uh, so you can get a, a more... Whoa. Yeah, oh, just got it. Party in here. Nice. <laughs> uh, really easy to do. Now the armor is where things get a bit tricky. I know some cosplayers uh, I've spoken to even like talk about how they have their own blacksmiths who make their that's Wonder Woman armor. That's just crazy. And that's fantastic. It's wonderful. But I I don't. I just can't nope. go down the street and be yeah. like, hey Tony, make me some Wonder Woman armor. <laughs> I mean, some people like foam. Some yeah, I thermal exactly. Yeah, I know? love yeah. foam. Um, foam, foam, is your foam is great. Um, I, you know, I would actually say if you ever want to try Warbla or Wonderflex. Yep, or Sintra. Uh, or Sintra. This would be a really good um, start. Now, Warbla is kind of like the hot thing that all the cosplayers have been using for the last couple of years. You can actually get it at cosplaysupplies.com. Uh, there, it's a heat moldable uh, thermoplastic, um, and if you have a body form, it makes it really easy to mold mm-hmm. over. Um, and actually, this is from the official Warbler website. There's a girl who shows how she made her Wonder Woman armor on, mm. on it. So, um, really awesome tutorial. If you go to warbler.com, you can find it right there. I've even known people have used fake leather and PVC to, you know, especially if it's like a, a wrapping. Yeah, wrapping, yeah. or just to, like, um, you know, Kristen Carr, who we'll have on next week, uh, she does a lot of stuff with like a faux leather uh, for armor bits. And I'll have her talk a little bit about that process. Now, the boots are actually the easiest because a couple of companies make Already official up. Wonder woman boots you can do the gold variant or the uh, shiny pvc and they'll run you anywhere from 40 to 75 depending on uh where you're buying them from but this way you don't have to make boot covers and you can get something that's already out there and really comfortable you have the lower heel or the higher heel so both of them are it's pretty awesome it's it's surprisingly an easy costume to put together i would actually say the only thing that's kept me from doing wonder woman is the the body it's a costume i feel like i'd have to work out and you have to look 
Yeah. The uh, because I will never look as good as Linda Carter. Oh, this, shush. I know. But look at her. Ah, this she's is my, incredible. This is my Wonder Woman. I love always. her. Um, and this is a great thing. If you wanted to do a more cartoony spandex look, you could kind of, you know, do like a red... Uh, bathing suit with like a gold vinyl mm-hmm. or even gold fabric on top and you know for the bracers and stuff hit that up on Etsy there are a lot of people who make those if you want to make them yourself you can make them out of foamies you can make mm-hmm. them out of you know just buy gold bangles mm-hmm. uh, it's it's really a, an easy yeah, costume her, her lasso is also very how, how would you do the lasso I would probably you can find cord or I mean I wouldn't use a rope per se but cord no, yeah, no, cord, yeah. trim cord you, you can buy yeah. cord at yeah, the fabric you can, store you can, it's already gold it's yeah. go. if you really want to get crazy metallic use an acrylic spray paint yeah. My yep. favorite uh, that I've seen was a Wonder Woman that had the gold cord, but they had dipped it in uh, clear glow-in-the-dark paint. What? So when they walked out at night, it was her lasso of truth that literally radiated when she went to the party. And That's I was like, amazing. this is oh, amazing. Man. So She's like, yeah, I just dipped it in clear paint. Just oh my god. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All the con after parties. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And of course, I was drunk, so I was like, you're the <laughs> <laughs> and of course, um, We'll talk about the new Wonder Woman uh, costume for the Batman versus Superman film later this year when we do an episode dedicated to this. But, uh, you know, one of the things I really liked about it is more armor related. Mm-hmm. But I really like the little leather strips on her skirt. I really like those. And you don't have to sew them. You can just cut them. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. But we'll definitely get more to that later on this year. Wow. <laughs> Guys. We covered a lot we of ground here. Lot of <laughs> lot. Um, okay, we've got a couple things before we go. we got some amazing fan submissions this week. So Yay. we just want to give a shout out to uh, Tatiana and her Huntress oh, costume. Yes. Uh, we mentioned the um, mm. Balant Catwoman. This is Belle Cher in that classic <sighs> Balant Catwoman. I believe she's wearing a re- re- oh, yeah. So good. Uh, we uh, have yeah. Brittany as Black Canary. Uh, yeah. And we have a little Black Canary edition. I hope did that get in there? It might. We There's a little black canary there. Further up. All right. Uh, we'll get, uh, so. Then we have Daisy Victoria in her Wonder Woman design. Uh, it's a, a mm-hmm. classic take, or it's a, a, an alternate take. Take, yeah, um, cute. And then we have Eric Casuit as the penguin. Oh, so man. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Fire Lily as Donna Troy, another character we didn't get yeah. to talk about. Uh, we've got Michael Huffman as Superman. <laughs> and his, uh, this is the Superman Returns. Suit? Yes. Yes. No, no, no. That's uh, not no, Man no. of Steel. Man of Steel. Steel. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, it looks yeah. like Man of Steel. And uh, that cloak. That cloak. Crap, that cloak. <laughs> then we've got Katie. Uh, this is uh, Katie from Heroes of Cosplay. Katie as the nice. Injustice Wonder Woman. She used Warbler for all her armor bits. Yeah. And uh, Phoebe as Hot Woman. Yeah. <laughs> I added I added one. Um, oh, I added one on the end, oh. too. That's my friend Kelby as Supergirl. Oh, <laughs> yeah, her uh, her, hus- her soon-to-be husband, uh, Sam McClellan, actually made that Supergirl costume for her as a surprise. That's so, so cool. Yeah, Aww. it's pretty great. cosplay together the cutest. Yeah, they're adorable. Right. <laughs> um, so before we leave, we want to uh, <laughs> announce our big giveaway all month long uh, as we journey down the road to Comic-Con. We are going to start taking submissions for our McCall's Cosplay Challenge. Woohoo! Uh, Cosplay Coach, we're going to be live at San Diego Comic-Con, and we want you to show us your best costume. And don't worry, if you can't make it out to Comic-Con, we're going to be also hosting a virtual version of this contest on the same week. So, here's the challenge. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. 
I can't do it. I was born yeah. ready. <laughs> the challenge is to create an original design based on your favorite character. Uh, and I, I, we should have a picture. Uh, Chrissy Lynn, Steampunk Catwoman, and the Steampunk Ooh. Group uh, is a great I- like uh, idea of what mm-hmm. to do yeah. if you're looking for an idea. It's you at know, the very beginning of the photos, I think, yeah. Marissa, with our Chrissy Lynn collection um, when we were introing her. <laughs> let's see here. Oh, that, right oh there right, it is. There right it is. There, right there. Yep. Yeah, that yeah, one. that's the one. So, uh, Get it. Chrissy, tell oh, us a little man. bit about this costume here. It has hours of blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> um, it looks so, like there's leather involved. Yeah, so there's post diesel punk, steampunk, which you guys <laughs> talked about in the Mad yeah. Max episode. Um, I took my two favorite things, in case you don't notice, I love steampunk. So I have my gear tattoos, and I love Catwoman in the DC universe. And we created this huge DC steampunk cosplay group, and I basically found everything. Everything was modified. I did hand-stitch all the panels of suede and leather on a pre-existing overbust. Um, that was a leather jacket that I turned into a crop top. I modded it. I added all the hardware. I made the goggles. I hand-stitched this. This this was made from leather pants. Oh, my God. Oh, nice. <laughs> And um, the goggles were just modded welders goggles you can get on Amazon. Um, I'm I hand I don't use a sewing machine. I hand stitch, so it takes a That's lot fantastic. longer. Fantastic. But I did the little knee highs, um, mm-hmm. and then of course the pants and the belt, everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's wonderful, and this is this is a great idea that you can take a character that you love mm-hmm. and put your own spin on it, and that's what we want you guys to do. Um, we're going to be filming the Cosplay Coach live at Comic-Con. We'll have details about when and where a little mm-hmm. bit closer to the date, but we're going to start taking video submissions as soon as now. Um, just put together a costume featuring an original take on your favorite character from pop culture. Mm-hmm. You can sew it up yourself or create something from the closet or merge everything together. Hell, go to the thrift store um, and mm-hmm. send us a photo of two or two and a video of you in the costume telling us who you are and why what cosplay means to you. And we'll post all the videos online, and we're going to announce the top three winners at Comic-Con. Uh, now, of course, we'll have um, same thing. You can just, if you're at Comic-Con, we'll have you come and join us. Uh, but the key is, is get those video submissions in and send us a couple photos with who you are and what, what cosplay means to you. Now, in the meantime, for this week, we're going to be giving away... Some patterns that McCall's has sent Yay. us um, to get you guys started on this road. We have an array of vintage style patterns that if you've seen, DC has the bombshell line that's come out. Uh, it's like the 1940s pinup style. We're going to be giving away two sets of patterns to two winners next week. All you have to do is send us work in progress or a sketch of what your original costume is going to be. And we will put those to vote and we will give out these patterns live on there next week. Mm-hmm. So, uh, everyone, get to crafting because yeah. we've got a month. <laughs> um, once again, I want to thank Miss Chrissy Lynn for joining us. Yay! Where can people find you, Chrissy? Um, my Instagram is the most interesting and it's uh, at Miss Chrissy Lynn with one N. So it's M-I-S-S-C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-L-Y-N. And then, of course, the same three words on Facebook and Twitter. Awesome. Cool. And then uh, we'll be back next week. We're going to be doing the new wave of Disney princesses. Uh, Merida, Anna, Rapunzel, Tiana, Elsa, the whole gang. We're going to have special guest Kristen Carr. She's going to be making a springtime Elsa and showing us how it's done. Also, guys, don't forget to subscribe, write, comment, tell a friend, give us those thumbs up on YouTube, and tweet at us. Alana, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan or on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. And you can find me on Twitter at Emma Fife and also on Instagram at Emma Fife. Just follow me on social media. You'll know about everything I'm doing. And guys, <laughs> you can find me as always at M Flacco across the board. I will be busy sewing many of things this week, <laughs> so stay tuned. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
from producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.